0: Amazon, a leader in e-commerce and clouding solutions, down nearly 50% from its all-time highs and right now is sitting at price's first seen in 2018. On today's episode, I want to take a closer look at three reasons to be bullish on this tech giant. So let's get started. Just a quick look at price we can see in the past year, Amazon is down roughly 42.6%, sitting at a market cap of 992 billion dollars, as i am recording i also want to take a closer look at ev2 ebitda for amazon and this is not to compare this ratio with any other company it's more to just kind of compare it to where it historically sits at right now it's sitting at roughly 26.12 in the mid-20s these are not normal levels normally it tends to be higher than that so just looking at historical values of this ratio might say that hey this might be a buying opportunity for the company But outside of looking at metrics, like I mentioned in today's episode, I want to take a closer look at three reasons to be bullish for this company. So the first reason I want to say is it's advertisement services. And we can see in 2020, this was a market that was roughly 20 billion. Jumped into 2021, it grew to roughly 31 billion. Now, fast forward in 2022, it grew to roughly 38 billion dollars. And for those that are not familiar, it includes sales of advertisement uh, services to sellers, vendors, publishers, authors, and others through programs such as sponsor ads, display, and video advertisement. And I am going to take a closer look at some of those advertisement solutions, but I want to say right now, there's some massive, massive headwind hitting the ad spending market. So for this company to still show some growth while all others, I want to say advertisers companies saw a decline this year to some extent, or very, very low. Growth. Amazon, on the other hand, because it is a new service and because they're still kind of growing it out, it was still a nice grower for them. So I want to say when the ad market starts to pick up, that nice tailwind would be a great acceleration for Amazon. And let's take a closer look. If one is not familiar with Amazon ads, they do have a great website, advertising.amazon.com, where they kind of explain all their ad solutions. The one most popular I want to say is this one, the sponsored products. If you search a product, you're most likely going to get hit with ads on the top row of sponsored products. Sponsor products, and that's exactly these ads. But they have much more than that. They have sponsor brands. If maybe you're just looking for a general product, you might get sponsored or hit with a a brand itself and numerous products within there. Next we also have sponsored display where normally the product ads and the sponsor ads are usually hit when you're searching a specific item. These sponsored dis- these displays are used to reach just relevant audience even if they're not searching your product, but maybe someone who in theory normally looks for products that you're trying to sell. So that's the sponsored display. We can see some examples here. Next I want to say we start to get into the Interesting ones and this is amazon's DSP and this is the demand side platform so the great thing about Amazon is they have a huge ecosystem right they have their audiobook they have their video ah uh, they have their streaming they have their e-commerce and so much more and even if you don't sell on Amazon, maybe you might want to just use their real estate and kind of advertise yourself with something outside of Amazon so we can see amazon's um, DSP platform outside of that they also have video ads. Obviously, it makes sense it, due, due to their huge streaming platform. Those ads usually hit all these different websites from Twitch, Fire TV, um, Freebie, uh Thursday Night Football, Amazon Publisher Direct. So video ads is another great platform. They have it here in streaming TV ads or just online video ads. Outside of that, they have audio ads, right? We know Amazon has Alexa, they have Twitch, they have audiobooks, they have um, Amazon Music, I believe, and all those ads can be bought out from here. So Amazon has a huge huge ecosystem. Finally, they also have custom advertisement solutions. If maybe you want to advertise on their box or just something random in general, in, in some creative solution way, Amazon also provides a market for that type of advertisement, Before we go any further, I want to thank you for watching, and I need your help to reach my goal of 30,000 subscribers by the end of the year. So if you can do me a favor, hit that subscribe button and thumbs up. Also, if you want some fantastic insight into the semiconductor industry, join my other channel, Semiconductor Investing and More, where I use my electrical engineering background to break down the semiconductor market. Finally, I want to thank The Motley Fool for sponsoring this video, and check out fool.com slash jose for the 10 best stocks to buy now with that link you get a promotional offer for their subscription service now let's continue with today's episode so like i mentioned right now we we might saw that that growth between 2021 to 2022 was not as a big growth as 2020 and some investors might look at it and be like okay the growth story is ending here for amazon's advertisement services i believe that's not the case i think right now it's more just ad spending weakening Once that ad spending increases, we are going to see a growth dramatically in this advertisement segment. So this is the first reason. Let me know if you guys are bullish on Amazon's advertisement or what are some of the other reasons to be bullish in the company. Now, the second product or the second reason to be bullish on Amazon is one that is very popular. This is AWS, their web services. And this is one, again, that continues to dominate. If we take a closer look in 2020, it was roughly a $45 billion market. Fast forward into 2021, it was a $62 billion market. And now fast forward into 2022, it was roughly an $80 billion market. Sure, it might not be growing at that fast pace as it was before, but numerically, those billions and billions of dollars that are coming through this platform, in my opinion, is going to continue to grow. And AWS, for for those that are not, I, I feel like one of the biggest growth opportunities here is generative AI and just AI in general which is going to demand a lot of computational power and the best place to kind of get that solution is through cloud server providers like AWS and even though we have Google and Microsoft having their web fight their their web search fight with AI with OpenAI and Google Bard Amazon has been pretty quiet, and the reason being is I don't think they really need to enter that fight. But they do have a lot of solutions for developers to use AWS to kind of train more applications for machine learning and for artificial intelligence. For example, they have Amazon SageMaker, where they kind of talk to this about build, train, and deploy machine learning models for any use case with fully managed infrastructure, tools, and workflows. So I think this is the right direction that Amazon needs to go to where right now it doesn't matter who creates the best AI services right now. We are going to see this huge ecosystem or this huge development process of a lot of different AI applications. Some of those AI applications might fail but they all are going to try to develop it through one of these cloud server providers or at least most of them and obviously AWS can benefit dramatically from there and this is where they have their SageMaker which can be a huge win here. The other thing I do want to mention is Amazon creates its own silicone and gives its AWS or its clouding service provider a little bit of an edge and this is AWS Graviton 3 which is their third generation processor arm based for their AWS services and overall it tends to be energy efficient compared to what's out out in the market and this can definitely be another driver of growth here for AWS. So first I want to say that first push of generative AI can definitely continue to see a growth in amazon's aws segment but also the technological innovation that amazon itself is doing to kind of provide an edge compared to other cloud server providers is another great reason so the final reason is probably amazon's financials it might not be the best um but i do believe it's a lot better than most expected we are hearing that this is a company that's losing a nice amount in cash flow and while that is true This is becoming a leaner company as we continue to hear news, unfortunately, of layoffs and more efficiency moves. Uh, But we can see the company has cash and short-term investments of roughly $70 billion, long-term debt of 67. One of the main reasons is this is an e-commerce giant. So they do have a nice amount of distribution centers, which probably builds up a lot of that long-term debt. But look at that cash flow from operations in 12 months roughly $46.7 billion. Unfortunately, we do see that it was burning during 2021 and early in 2022 as the company was focusing on investing on growth. Unfortunately, that growth did not stick through. So now we're seeing the opposite effect of the company becoming even more leaner. Here's a little bit more example of how in 2022, let's just take a closer look at quarterly, for free cash flow free cash flow in 2021 maybe even in 2020 and 2022 was negative and that really affected the company but look at this most recent quarter roughly 12.5 billion we can see efficiencies improving a bit and while it will still be volatile certain quarters might be higher than others I do believe we're not going to see those negative numbers like we saw before. I mean, unfortunately, today we did hear that Amazon or earlier this week, we did hear that Amazon was expected to lay off more workers in addition to their earlier cuts. Uh, an additional 9,000, that's that they had roughly 18,000 staff that were cut um, early late in 2022 and early in 2023. At the end of the day, i unfortunate for these cuts, but this will improve the business and the free cash flow for the company and overall improve their overall financials so these are the three reasons i'm bullish on amazon even though it's not in my portfolio i do keep looking at it and it's one that's making making a very compelling case for it to enter uh, my account so i hope you guys enjoyed today's episode take care have a good day and see you next time